Hello, Church of the Cross, and welcome back to the Ninth Avenue Nine. I hope you have had a blessed Lenten season and that you are as excited as I am for Holy Week next week. If you hear any sort of strange piano sounds behind me, it is because our piano is being tuned right now. I thought a little extra flavor might be fun for the podcast. And speaking of new flavors, new things, it is the dawning of a new era for the Ninth Avenue Nine. For the first time, I have a guest who is not a current member of Cross. While Rick, his wife Molly, and their daughters Marin, Lena, and Karis attended Cross for a few years, he is now the rector at our daughter church, Restoration Anglican, in South Minneapolis. Also, Rick and Molly's family have since added one other member as their son John was born last December. Now, a couple of fun notes about this episode. First, at the beginning of the episode, Rick and I talk a bit about Rick's baggage regarding the Kansas Jayhawks. Well, the Jayhawks buck the trend that Rick Rick talks about. They did not lose this year, and they won their fourth NCAA men's basketball title. I thought it was kind of funny that from the time we recorded this podcast to now, that happened. Second, Rick makes a reference in this show to an unnamed current member of Cross who had an opinion about one of Rick's artists. Listen to the end to the end of the show and hear about a fun way to interact with that. As always, if you are listening and are interested in being a guest on the show, email me. My email address is joel at ofthecross.org. If you are part of our deanery in Minnesota, feel free to let me know if you would like to be on the podcast. Also, I have included a Spotify playlist with the show so you can get a taste of Rick's favorite music. So with that, here is episode 24 of the 9th Avenue 9 featuring Father Rick Storrs. Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast. If I told you where I'm recording this episode, you would have a big hint as to who my guest is. This is my first episode with a person who is not a current Cross member. Even though he is not a current Cross member, he is a beloved member of our community. He and his wife, Molly, have lived here in Minnesota for many years. What year did you move here, remind me? Uh, I think 2014. 14? That's kind of what I was thinking, but I didn't want to say the wrong thing on there. They, They were members of Cross for years before they planted Restoration Anglican here in South Minneapolis in 2016. 17. 17, I got that wrong. Okay. (laughs) He and Molly have three beautiful daughters, Maren, Lena, and Karis, and a brand new baby boy, John. Rick is a good friend, and I'm so glad to have him as a guest on the 9th Avenue 9. So please welcome to the 9th Avenue 9, Father Rick Storrs. Hi, Rick. Hello. Thank you for having me. (laughs) How is John doing? Oh, he's great. He's he's finally gaining some weight, yeah. uh, so he's getting those beautiful, you know, baby rolls and the stuff fl- like that. The folds, as I used the to folds, call. yeah, <laughs> yeah, where you find like old food hidden in them and things like that. Oats and everything. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Well, yeah, yeah. Molly, uh, I'll spare you the details, but we found some trail mix uh, the other day. Just kind and of and I, I guess the first question him. for the night there is why spare the details? No, we're right, not yeah. we don't want to hear the details on that. Uh, that's awesome. And um, tell everybody why you named him John. Oh, sure. So he was, yeah, he was born December 16th. So he was born in Advent. And yeah. uh, since planting Restoration, I, I think I've just fallen more and lo- more in love with the season of Advent. And so he's he's named after John the Baptist uh-huh. uh, as kind of that 
voice in the wilderness, you know, and we've, we've been living in this very uh, apocalyptic sort of season these last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's felt like one long season of Advent. Um, mm-hmm. But John is a, a voice of hope in the midst of the apocalypse. So. <laughs> and I'm sure every time you hear from your son, John, you think, ah, yes, a voice of hope, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He, he is a happy kid. I mean, Good. He, he cries and squawks, but... I mean, even today when I uh, pulled him out of his bassinet, he was just smiling the whole time. So Good. Uh, so yeah. he's three months old then. That's right. All right. That's right. Very yeah. cool. So um, I was actually curious. I don't know how many of us have just been thinking this over the years, knowing you versus actually having the, you know, the, the time or the energy to ask. But what kind of a name is Stores? And I don't mean what kind of, what <laughs> yeah. kind of a name is that? I mean, yeah. like, what, what is the, what's the origin of that, of your last name? Well, uh, it is Polish. Okay. Yeah, that so makes sense. the correct pronunciation, or the original pronunciation of it is Stwalsh, uh, uh-huh. so I'm told. Uh, everyone in my family kind of says it a little bit differently. Yeah. Uh, so some will say just stores, mm-hmm. like you're shopping at the stores. Mm-hmm. Some will say uh, Sta Wars. Mm-hmm. Some will say Stores. Uh, so it's, yeah, we, we all kind of say it differently. Could you say the um, original pronunciation one more time for me? Stavalsh. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I was uh, once standing in the elevator uh, in seminary, and one of my professors got in, and he and I forget why we were wearing badges on that day. I think maybe there was a conference going on. And, and he looked at it and he goes, ah, Svelsh. Ah, there you go. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Dr. Some, Bray. Somebody knows. Uh, yeah, but he he then uh, went online and, and looked up the etymology of it. And I guess it was the title of like a, a squire. Uh-huh. So someone who basically takes care of the horse for oh. the night or something like that. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I should have guessed that with the with the combination of consonants that yeah. it would have been Eastern yeah. European. Yeah, and my my dad says that the worst day of his life is when Star Wars came out. Of course. Uh, because from that point it on, it was over. It yeah. was over. That, that yeah. was it. He might yeah. as well just forget about right. it. Go go back through Ellis Island again right. and figure out a different right. name. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I can still hear my eighth grade uh, PE teacher yelling at me, saying "Star Wars minus ten, You know, like. Sure. You know, that was that was. Did that happen a lot? Were there a lot of minus 10? There were a lot of minus 10s. Oh, okay. That was how it was. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. (laughs) Again, Uh, stories for another podcast. Yeah, that's right. Uh, The stories on the uh, Prodigal Son podcast, possibly. Sure, yeah, 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 that's great. (laughs) Um, So, where did you grow up, Rick? I grew up in Olathe, Kansas. Okay, where, so tell everybody where that is. It's about halfway between Kansas City and Lawrence. Uh, sure, Lawrence, Lawrence is, where Kansas University is. That's right, where the Jayhawks are. So uh, we would, yeah, sometimes go downtown and gallivant and play down there. We'd go to KU and watch sure. games and stuff. Um, yeah. So did you grow up a Jayhawks fan? Uh, my family is. I, you know, for whatever reason... Um, I just never really clicked into sports and athletics and, mm-hmm. you know, perhaps it was because my family was so fanatical about it. Yeah, it pushed you away a little bit. Yeah, huh? yeah, I was like, eh, you know, oh, you think it's cool? Then I'm not going to think it's cool. <laughs> uh, like, we would always have, like, the, the standard, normal, traditional Christmas tree upstairs, uh-huh. and then downstairs we would have the Jayhawk Christmas tree <laughs> with a Jayhawk uh, at the top, and then it would be decorated with red and blue bulbs. And, sure. It's kind of yeah. like what we would probably what I would do with the Dodgers. 
Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, you know? I'm just a fanatic and pushing yeah. and uh, pushing my kids yeah. away. As we I we all have them. our idols, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Some of us are just more clear about what they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I did, I was kind of scurrying through here. Um, you know, the uh, the Kansas Jayhawks do play tonight as they for in the NCAA North Carolina? Tourna- tournament. No, they're playing they're Providence. Oh, okay, okay. So I was just looking at my son Jack is just glued to the TV right now. Mm. He just loves March Madness. Yeah. And I have always liked it, too. So Kansas has always yeah. been, like, a really good team. Yeah. Did you yeah, spend much I mean, time going to Kansas City growing up, or...? A little bit. I mean, museums and concerts and stuff like that. But one one last thing about the Jayhawks. Oh, uh, sure. Like, yeah. a reason why uh, I just don't follow them is... You know, we would always have spring break around this time of year. And mm-hmm. so our family would go on a trip to really exciting places. And But my, my folks would always, like make the schedule around the game schedule. <laughs> and so sometimes, you know, we'd want to go and swim or, you know, do this or that, but it's like, nope, we have to go to a bar and watch a game. Uh, and then they would always lose. Like, they would always blow it. Kansas, and so yeah. that just ruined the mood uh, yes. for the rest of the trip. Yeah, I can't remember how many titles they have, but that was always a, yeah, I always did. I, I was probably more like your parents, I guess. Yeah. I was always, yeah. I always loved watching yeah. And I was always a UCLA fan, so if they did well, sure. I was yeah. into that. So. And to be clear, I, I love my family. I'm glad to I'm, hear it. Yeah, I'm very grateful for my parents there's and my no, upbringing. There's no, They're no, wonderful people. No bitterness <laughs> yeah. at all. Right, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I mean, it, yeah, sports, uh, it, it is funny the way we, we all do that and how geography is involved in it right. and, and everything else and what uh, how everybody else responds to it. Right. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, Kansas City. I love the uh, the food in Kansas City. Oh yeah, food. yeah, yeah. Jack Stack Barbecue. Jack Stack. I've been there. Yeah. Uh, my favorite's Arthur Bryant's. Oh yes. Yep. Yep. That's yeah. my dad's favorite. Oh man, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. Perhaps someday I can do a, a Ninth Avenue Nine from Arthur Bryant's. That would be mm-hmm. all my life dreams coming together. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I understand you've got nine albums. You told me a little yes. bit about uh, the eras and everything, but what we'll do is we will go through. You've listened to the show. No, I've not. You haven't listened to the show. No. Okay, so I'll give you a, a quick rundown. You have nine albums. I used albums. to have so much time in my life for podcasts. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, there's always children in the car. They do not like it when I listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I live just a block away, so I don't really have a commute to work in. Sure, sure, you don't have time. Yeah. So um, something that, that I probably uh, didn't tell you is that when you're locked in the basement for a year uh-huh. uh, with your nine albums, you also are you are also allowed to add a book oh, to the library in the right. basement. Right. And I can tell you what books are already there because you, know, you cross members have left particular books, oh, and you wow. also have a luxury item. Oh, exciting! So I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but you do have however long it takes you to get through your nine albums to think through what your book okay. would be. And maybe that might actually help you because maybe you can just go with the first thing that comes to mind instead of having to really, really ponder it a lot. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. But if you can't think of one, that's fine. We just won't, won't do it. But forgive me for not uh, for briefing you a little no, bit. No, no, no. That, that, I, I like the spontaneity. That'll be good. Okay. So what's your first album? Yeah, so I'll, I'll start off by saying that when I was thinking about arranging these, uh, I, I just thought about, like, eras of my life. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it wouldn't surprise me if I were to listen to the other episodes how a lot of people probably chose albums from when they were in high school. Yep. Um, you know, I'd love to learn more about why we're so impressionable uh, at that age with music. Um, you know, 
and, and it's funny because I feel like I, I even could have just listed any like 90s grunge band on here <laughs> yeah. and just been like, oh yeah, you know, yeah. that's the best, you know, I, yeah. I feel just invulnerable, uh, in, uh, 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 like, yeah, immortal is what I'm trying to say, sure. yeah, you know. Uh, so anyway, I've got three sort of categories, like high school throwbacks, college throwbacks, and then post-college is, is what I I'm like saying. that. That's um, cool. I mean, so yeah, you're going to do well, the high school first? We'll, we'll see if you still think it's cool uh, <laughs> as I go through You know through what, Rick? This. I'm sure I will think it's cool because it's your list. And okay. I, you're, you're cool, so well, you're good. All right. That might change in about 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, so... I, I really was bashful about putting this on here, but I'm going to do it. So okay. I'm going to say Dave Matthews Band. Sure. Because that was... That was the thing, was, man. was me in high school, man. So his album, uh, Under the Table and Dreaming. Under the Table and Dreaming. So it's one of the early ones. It's it's before Crash. Uh-huh. And then before a lot of the messy stuff. And <laughs> so what I'm I really, sorry, which was the messy stuff? I'm sorry, I'm kidding. It's oh, a joke, it's a yeah. joke, it's a joke, that's all. A, a lot of it, right? <laughs> uh, but this is the album that has Ants Marching on it, uh-huh. you know, with that, that like, such a famous, like, bump, 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 mm-hmm. bump, you know, it's just, that can be in your head all, all day long. And then Typical Situation, um, just really fun, acoustic music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, you, you probably feel this way a little bit too, but... I feel like the computer has really just messed up a lot of um, good music. Like it, it's it's given more options to bands. It's it's opened yeah. up their possibilities, which I think has caused a lot of uh, serves good and havoc. bad purposes. Yeah, I mean if you right. now yeah. I'm gonna I'm about to sound uh, like a hypocrite when we get to the end of this, but anyway. So uh, yeah, Dave Matthews Band uh, under the table and dreaming would be uh, part of the high school throwback, and then another one. Are you familiar with Waterdeep? No. Did you ever listen to Waterdeep? So they're a Christian band, mm-hmm. and they've got this album, "Beautiful People," is what it's called, mm-hmm. and it's it, it it's not like CCM sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I never really clicked with that, but um, when I became a Christian, it was this album that I listened to just a ton, um, and the the namesake of the album just talks about broken people and wounded people and how they're all beautiful in the eyes of the Lord. Sure. And as, you know, as, as a kid, as a teenager, just fresh to the faith, like that was just awesome. So the, uh, the artist was Waterdeep. Waterdeep. The, the album yeah. is called Beautiful People. So yeah. one other thing, I do put together a playlist, Spotify, for folks oh, okay. to, to listen to. So, wow. so uh, there'll be like you, a Rick playlist. Yeah, there is. Wow. Totally. That's intimidating. Yeah, Rick's place. I don't know what you yeah. want to call it. Right. But anyway, <laughs> um, if you want, if you think of a few of the cuts while we're talking through it, Great. I can take them down and I'll put it together. Yeah. Most yeah. things are on Spotify. It's kind of amazing. Oh, I'm I've, sure. I've, I've, yeah. I've, when I've been doing this podcast, it's like I found almost anything that people yeah. want, and there was a couple where I needed to go like do some YouTube links, but uh-huh. that's it. Cool. So. Uh, you don't have to give me those um, those cuts right away unless one comes to mind right away that you really like and I can take it down. But yeah, yeah, I would do uh, on on that album. I would do the namesake of it, "Beautiful People." Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah I've not heard of that. So, so what years are we talking about here, Rick? What's uh, mid nineties? So you were in high school in the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. What year did you graduate? M- mid or late? Yeah, because I graduated in one. Okay. Uh, so okay. Yeah, so "Beautiful People" probably came out. I don't know, 98, 99. Okay. All right. And yeah. do you know where they're from? Kansas City. 
Oh, there you go. Cool. Yeah. So they were yeah. local as well. Yeah, one of my biggest regrets in life is uh, this girl invited me to go to, they were playing uh, at the New Earth. Uh-huh. Uh, was the name of this place. And, like, and she was she was a friend, but I, I thought, like, if I went, that I might be giving her the wrong idea. Yes. And it, But it ended up, like, they turned that concert into a, a live album, and it was just oh, incredible. Man. You could have been there. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, so the album's live at the New Earth, and, man, that's that's really exciting. Did Not exciting ever, Did you ever get a chance nine, to though. see them in, per, in live? Oh, several live? times. Several times? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So was it yeah. one of those where it was a usually smaller venues because they weren't right. that popular? That's right. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So you get a chance to kind of, did you get a chance to meet the band yeah. ever? Yeah, yeah. A couple times. That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, sweet. So, um, so now we're gonna go into college. So you had two albums from high school. I mean, we could keep going, but for the but sake that's of, what you narrowed it down. For the sake to. of nine. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, one secular and one Christian. All right. So, college, yeah. so where did you go to college? I went to uh, Wheaton College in I haven't heard, haven't, haven't heard of it. Yeah, you haven't heard of uh, Wheaton? Yeah. You know, when I was there with... You have to say it like that, visit, Wheaton. Not just that, yeah. you, that's part of it. Yeah, there are, there is a, there is a, there's a couple, I've found that there's a few different pronunciations, because yeah. I've heard that one, where uh-huh. there's that emphasis on the WH, <laughs> but when we went to visit with Corey, we went with, sure. because she, she applied there, and we're still deciding where she's going to go. She is deciding. She, we, she is. We, she. Of course she I don't know what it is what, yeah. at this point. But everybody there was saying, we ton. Like, mm, really wow. putting a huge Oof. emphasis on that last syllable. That sounds kind of militant. It did, and yeah. everybody did the same thing. It was like they had been coaching wow. because we did a tour. I've never heard that before. Really? Yeah. We ton. I mean, when I say Wheaton, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I'm playing. Uh, of course. It's yeah, because there's you know there, there's there's a bit of elitism that comes with it. You know, like I, people I, are. I hadn't noticed. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those of us who went to Biola. Right. Yeah. 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 We you know we pray for you weekly. Yeah. 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 yeah well, you know, it was. It, we felt it. We yeah, felt it, definitely. <laughs> or Westmont, you know. And, yeah, Westmont, you know, sure. Others. Westmont, actually, we visited Westmont as well, and it's in many ways they were kind of a little more similar. Uh-huh. They're a little more in- similar to each other, Wheaton and Westmont, than like either of them to Biola, because Biola has no enrollment cap, so it's oh. just it, it's a lot larger and oh, much okay. more of a broad. Sure. Whereas Wheaton and Westmont are kind of more a little bit more uh, choosy. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I wonder if I made a poor choice just because the the weather, the Chicago weather is absolutely terrible. It was just there was one year where it felt like I only saw the sun twice. Yes, um, and I and I hear that's not the case at Westmont. No, Westmont is Westmont is as most folks would think of it, pretty ideal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were there last month. We visited mm-hmm. uh, Corey and I visited, and it was sixty five sunny. Man. It was pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you like that sort of thing. Which, that's a whole other I podcast. <laughs> yeah. for, for, for me, being a son in Southern California that moved to Minnesota, uh-huh. I've got my own complicated issues uh-huh. that go along sure. with the weather there. So, yeah. well, college, Wheaton, okay, Wheaton yeah. College, oh, U.S. Wheaton. And um, so you were there between, what, 01 and 05, something right. like that? Yep. Okay, so that was when I was at Ted's. There we go. It's kind of funny. So we were both living in that area at the same time. I mm-hmm. mean, those are half an hour, 45 minutes away yeah, from yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. So you started in 01. Mm-hmm. 
So you were a freshman when 9-11 happened. That's right, yeah. Remember was, that a, was that a big impression on you? Like being away from, you know, being in college? Or do you... Because I remember that was yeah. big for... Because we had just moved to Chicago. Right. And I was at Ted's. Mm-hmm. And I just... It was a very impressive to be away from home. I mean, we had, we had lived in Southern California. You sure. Know, nonstop until then. Right. Yeah, I mean, it was it was weird uh, experiencing that as uh, just with a bunch of other college students and, mm-hmm. you know, like like every other place in the nation, like we're all told to stay inside and it, it was bizarre not hearing any airplanes fly over and yeah, things sure. like that. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of communities did this, but there was also that like sort of, I don't know, I don't know if arrogance is the right word, but but, but there's just that like fear of like, you know, they're probably going to hit up, try to hit us next. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, like, because we're totally a big point. deal, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, you know, there's just that sort of irrational reaction. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, there was there was a lot of just kind of wondering about that for a while. Sure. And, um, but, yeah, I remember watching it on TV in the dorm room. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was a bizarre experience. Yeah. So, uh what would be the first uh, album that you had from your college era? Um, so I've got Postal Service, their album Give Up, okay. uh, from 2003. And that is like almost entirely computer beeps and bops okay. and, you know, whatever. Um, but Ben Gibbard was the um, primary driver of that. And it was just super, super play- playful. Mm-hmm. Um the district sleeps alone tonight. I think is like the first song on the album or something. Um, something great heights. I think is one of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's just a lot of fun. Very playful. Mm-hmm. And then on the other end of the spectrum, would be Sigaross. Are you familiar with them? So they're they have an album that's untitled. I have not heard of Sigaross. So how's yeah. that spelled? S i g u r. S-I-G-U-R. And then R-O-S. They are an Icelandic band. Okay. And this this album will either put you to sleep or send you into a deep depression. Uh, it <laughs> Perfect. Is, well, yeah. that's good. That's good when you're exiled in a basement for a year. You want something that's going to send you into deep yeah, depression. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Cigarettes and Postal Service are, like, two ends of the emotional spectrum there. Uh-huh. Uh, and they... Yeah, so Cigarettes, um Man, it's just dreamy stuff, uh-huh. and uh, my family accuses me of loving too much depressing music, you know, and so usually they, they don't allow me to pick out the music, because um, most of my stuff kind of leans towards that end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just a lot of really interesting uses of instruments. It's very experimental. So is it all, like, instrumental? Yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit of singing on it, but, like, it's not... I, I think they're just using their vocals as like uh, as an instrument so it's not words yeah uh, so it's again it's really interesting and, and it's an untitled album right and all of the tracks are untitled I mean, all of the tracks are untitled but I would include untitled track uh, 3 untitled 3 on, on the Rick playlist on the Rick on the Rick the playlist Rick yeah yeah I was actually just uh, speaking of computers just looking it up here Mm-hmm. And it says here that it was, uh, yeah, it's it's, just, it's kind of funny if you look at the uh, the Wikipedia entry. Yeah. The, t- the 
Yeah, it's just parentheses. Yeah, the title of the yeah. album is two other two ends of the parentheses. Yeah, and some people call it parentheses. Oh, um, okay. There yeah. you go. So a third college mix would be uh, a band Elbow, uh-huh. a British band. Are you familiar with them? I think I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. So they've got man, I I like a lot of their stuff, and and they put out a couple albums recently that I really like. Also, uh, mm-hmm. you know, usually a band will kind of peak. Yeah, peak and and. Usually their later stuff, you're like, oh, that's gross. But they've, I've, I've liked their evolution. Um, but their their album, Cast of Thousands, mm-hmm. I think that's one that includes Grace Under Pressure. And they are a, uh, it's rock, but it, it, it's kind of a dreamy rock. Not in a cigarettes kind of way. That That's like depressing or whatever. But <laughs> this is, um, yeah, the, the singer in Elbow, I forget his name, but like his vocals are just silvery, buttery goodness. It's just really... He's got a Guy Garvey? Yes, yeah. I'm looking at it here. Craig and Mark Potter and Pete Turner. Mm. Members of... Apparently still together. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they just put out an album, I I think, a year or two ago. They're they're still cooking. Flying Dream 1 is the name of the album. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, isn't the album artwork like two kids fighting or something? Let's check it out. Let's see... I think it's two little boys with boxing I gloves on. I don't see it either. Um, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you have this album as well, or you listen to uh, it? I haven't listened to it as uh, as much, but, yeah, I've, I've spun it a couple well, times. Well, I'll look forward to hearing it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. One of the great things, I've said this to a few of the different guests on the show, is I love listening to new music, so... Mm-hmm. One of the things that's been super fun about doing all these podcasts is I've yeah. been able to listen to all these new playlists. Yeah. And, of course, you get to hear just maybe one or two cuts from each right. album. So if you're, eh, it's all right. Yeah. I will, of course, won't mention yeah. who I felt that way about. Because I have, Great. I want more people to come on the show. I don't want. Sure, people, sure. Well, I remember being like, at a cross men's retreat and uh, playing, man, what was it that I was playing? I, I can't remember. But uh, someone who shall rename or remain unnamed yes. uh, just turned to me and said, "Rick, this is absolute crap." Oh, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, thank you very perhaps much." Perhaps we can tell you off. <laughs> perhaps we can tell me off mic who that was, and then maybe we could do yeah. some sort of trivia contest. Oh yeah, contest I love that idea. To see who yeah. would be able to guess. Well, if he were to come in here, he would he would still stand by his words. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure he we would. would have a lovely conversation about <laughs> it. Um, but I just remember thinking, like, yeah, you know, this this isn't everyone's cup of tea. You know, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> My my taste. So this is, but was it an elbow song that you were playing, or would you remember I think it what was, you were playing? I I think it could be uh, a track from uh, this next band. Okay. Have to say so. Are we still in college era here? Oh, we should no. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna depart college era. Okay, so let's take a quick break. Okay. And then as soon as we're back, we will go on to what's your is it just post college? Yeah, or? just post college. Okay. Kind of nice. We'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, Rick, I wanted to ask you one question about your first uh, group of albums. Okay. And that is, this is a little bit of a psychological examination as to why you're embarrassed about Dave Matthews Band. Why is it that you said, oh, I've just got to, even though... I mean, he's so so there's this, like, (laughs) I don't know. I, I think people kind of assume that, like you're like a pothead or, you know, he's yeah. kind of got that vibe to him. Sure. Not kind of. He totally does. Yeah, I wouldn't say kind of either. Yeah. yeah that's definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've actually never been a big fan of Dave Matthews. I don't say... Yeah. I, I, there's a few songs that I like, but I for some reason I've never made the connection there. I mean, he was really popular when uh-huh. I was in college and right. like right after then. But yeah, right. I just my sister really liked him. Uh-huh. I remember, so I did yeah. hear him a decent amount. But yeah, I just yeah, I loved, made the journey myself. Yeah, I love like the jam sessions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I loved his, his drummer and then... Uh, there's a saxophonist and a violinist, and I don't know. I just thought that like that, that mashup of instruments was just yeah, really. It was definitely not like playful. anything else you were hearing at the time. Totally, like totally. With, you know, like with grunge. You know, right. by the time it gets to the late '90s, because you had the real deals, which mm-hmm. were Nirvana, Pearl Jam, right. Soundgarden, you know? yeah, yeah. But then by the time you got to mid late '90s, every arr, 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 everybody's yeah. doing that. Right. All the vocals are yeah. you know, totally. everybody's you know, you know grungy yeah. and everything right. else and it just got to be a little bit ridiculous yes yeah and i'm yeah. trying to think what came on what, what and was dave that? was just happy you yeah know? like it's just this totally. playful like yeah the one i remember you know, hearing a lot her. was the song <laughs> eat too much yeah yeah i yeah. remember hearing that song a lot my sister played that a lot oh that's funny so anyway yeah so, i would play that music with the windows down driving through the neighborhood so loud yeah and uh my dad's friends would call him and say, you need to get your son in line. Uh, <laughs> the neighborhood is just, it's too loud. <laughs> yeah, That's great. Cool. The days yeah. before earbuds. And oh, absolutely. So what's uh, your number six album? Number six. Okay, so we're in... You're post-college Post-college. Now. What are we, what should we start with? So this is, this is not my era, um, but like it just, I don't know, it just, it, it needed to be on this list somewhere. And so I'm just putting it in the post-college era. Sure. But Paul Simon's Graceland. You know what? I think... Did someone else do I, that? I, I, I'm trying to think if anybody else has had Graceland. Because it's such an amazing album. But Absolutely. I don't know that, I don't know right. that it, it has been has made an appearance yet. For, for a guest of mine who uh, had Graceland and I'm not remembering, uh-huh. please forgive me. But yeah, before it just because I feel like it came up with Ad, might have come up with Adam Murray, uh, but I don't I, I don't remember I know we've talked about but yeah, Graceland yeah. amazing album right right yeah I mean Graceland itself uh, Diamonds on the Soles of Shoes Diamonds on the Soles of yeah. Shoes is so good amazing yeah I remember watching a video once of I think it was Paul Simon. On he was he used to be on Saturday Night Live all the time. Mm-hmm. He was a frequent right. guest, right? Right. And so he was. He was on. I, I saw a video. If you go on YouTube now, I think the last time I tried to see it, it would it had been taken down for some oh. reason. Huh. But Robin Williams was the host, uh-huh. and he introduces Paul Simon and Lady Smith Black Mombazo, uh-huh. who are the, the the vocalists on Diamonds on, sure. and they sing this song, and everybody's hearing it for the very first time. Nobody wow. had heard it before. He wow. hadn't even released Graceland yet, I don't wow. think. And everybody's just like, this is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell us what you love about Graceland. Uh, it reminds me of my mom. Like, she would play it all the time mm-hmm. uh, growing up, so there's that, like, nostalgic connection. Um, but, like, my kids also love it, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. what, what artist is there that just spans generations like yeah. that? Um, I mean, his, his voice is so beautiful, so charming, so kind, so humble. Yeah. Um, and his his lyrics, like the stories, are just fun and silly, but and honest. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just one yeah. of those albums you can listen to over and over and over. Yeah, and I remember when it came out. I was, I think, probably ten or eleven because mm-hmm. I think it came out in like '86, and 
my mom and dad loved mm-hmm. the You Can Call Me Al video. Have you yeah. ever seen that oh, with yeah. Chevy Chase in it? Yeah, yeah. But they they recorded it. Oh, on it's a hilarious. Because yeah. this is pre, you know, anything. Yeah. Except VHS. And uh-huh. they recorded it and would show it to any any guest we had over. Right. It was almost the equivalent of how now you say, a oh, YouTube you guys video. see this video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They would do that with You yeah. Can Call Me Out. Because it yeah. was a very funny video. Yeah. And it's a great song. Yeah. yeah. Any other songs on there, or album, songs on the album that you really love? I mean, the whole I mean, album the, is yeah, amazing. Yeah, the whole album is great, but those those are the, the favorites. And Under under uh, African Sky is, oh, I think. yeah. yeah. My, it, I think that... Because, you know, whenever you, you really... One of the interesting things about the album format is that you'll tend to go towards, the of course, the the, mm-hmm. rig, the songs you really love, especially mm-hmm. with CDs and now digital music. So you can just listen to Diamonds on the Souls of Her Shoes and mm-hmm. uh, whatever over and over, and you don't right. hear these other cuts. Right. And for some reason, I had just not really had missed it. Yeah. And I recently just was listening to the album again and oh. listening mm-hmm. to that song again and... I'd listened to it before, but it's gorgeous. Right. It is right. beautiful song. I think it might be the, the best song on the album. Diamonds yeah. on the Strolls of Her Shoes is probably the best song on the yeah. album. But yeah. Under African Sky, and it's got Linda Ronstant is the mm. is the co-vocalist. So, yeah. Yeah. I could go on about Graceland. But. Yeah. Yeah. So, Diamonds on the Strolls of Her yeah, Shoes, and uh, yeah. what was the other uh, So, um... I'm going to do... Uh, I love this band, Mute Math. Mute math. Them. I would call them jitter rock. Yeah. Um, jitter rock. Jitter rock. Yeah, yeah. And if Is you it? hear it, you'll be like, "Oh, okay, yeah." But just a <laughs> lot of like, just really quick percussion. Uh huh. Um, yeah, very jittery. Um, a lot of like experimental instruments and things like that. So, uh, kind of a mashup of acoustic instruments and electric stuff. Uh, but their album, Play Dead. Uh, yeah, fantastic. And that's a 2017 album. Okay, so that's um, relatively recent. Yeah, and they've, they've put out some new stuff too, which is great. Um, I've, yeah, I've just, I love progressing with them as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking them up there from... Oh, I don't know where they're from. From New Orleans. Oh. Yeah, their, their drummer just left the band, which is like, oh man, that's, that's Big a part huge, of it. huge, huge hit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he left a couple years ago, but mm-hmm. still. So the name of the album was, what was it? I believe it was Play Dead. Play Dead, yeah, yeah. that's right. What are your favorite, a couple favorite songs on that one? Shoot, I can't remember. Uh, do you have the Yeah, I do. Track Hold on, list? let me get it out here. Let me just, uh... here we go. So um, you've got Hit Parade. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hit Parade and Stroll On. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cool. So give me an idea before I uh, listen to them. What, what, what's the, uh, is it like a rock? Uh, yeah, it's definitely a rock. Um, uh, gosh, how do I describe it? Just, yeah, the jitter, the jitter rock, man. Jitter rock. Just, come on, jitter rock. <laughs> just roll with that. I think I know what that means. I just, it will it'll be fun to hear it. And yeah, see. just very quick, like, un- unusual, uh, what's the phrase? Not not time stamps, but like... Yeah, time uh, signatures? Time signatures, yeah. yeah. So, it, yeah, just very complex stuff. So a little um, bit disarming with, like, the way the rhythm goes and everything. Yeah, that's a great... Yeah, disarming. Yeah. Like, so th- there's a lot of, like, twists and turns that you're not mm-hmm. anticipating. Cool. Yeah. 
Okay, so we got, I think we're, that's seven albums so far. Yep. Two, three, four. Yeah, so you got eight and nine. What are, what okay. are your last two? So eight, this is this is something new that I just recently discovered. Um, Neil Cowley, mm-hmm. Hall of Mirrors. Mm-hmm. And this is like classical crossover. Oh, okay. So it's great like when you're, uh, like when I'm writing sermons or studying or reading. Um, so instrumental, but yeah, it's, it's. Classical crossover is its mm-hmm. genre. Um, and if you can pull up the list, I'll tell you two on there that you should listen to. How's it spelled? Neil? Cowley. C-O-W-L-E-Y. Got it. English contemporary pianist and composer. Mm-hmm. And the album is? Hall of Mirrors. Hall of Mirrors. Yeah, the album artwork has like a bunch of TVs on it or something. All right. Let me see if I can bring that up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually, I've, I've been listening to a lot of, like, classical stuff recently. Not enough to, like, know composers and be able to name them very well, but this was one that just really uh, gripped me uh, recently. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to bring it out here. Let's see. Yeah, it's like the second or third track on there is pretty cool. While you're talking about, while I'm looking this up, what's your number nine one? So number nine is Ben Rector, uh, his album Magic. Mm-hmm. Have you heard much of Ben Rector? No, I don't think I have. Yeah, so he's like a, I call it retro rock. I'm not sure if that's really a phrase. I, I, I kind of just made that up. <laughs> but it's modern stuff, but it's totally like... 80s nostalgic kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it has a lot of the same like melodies and, and sort of like synthesizer sort of stuff uh, from the 80s. Mm-hmm. But then like he also sings about a lot of like nostalgic sort of topics. Mm-hmm. So he talks about how it's it's uh, easier to make or it's hard to make friends now. And you know he sings about like old friends. You know you can't make old friends quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he sings about like high school romances and and then like road trips and things like that, and so this is this is an album that like we as a family have listened to just over and over and over. It's just so much fun. Uh, he sings about being like kids in the back seat of uh-huh. a car, you know, going on road trips. Um, the song "Kids." Yeah, "Kids" is good. "Drive" is good. Um, yeah, he, he talks about, like, dating this girl who liked really nice stuff. You know, like, he didn't drive, like, a too ni- a nice enough car for her. And, yeah. You know, and so, like, that relationship didn't work out. And so, he, you know, so he's with a, a girl who's cool with his Honda Civic. And, yeah. You know, just really, just, like, good, down-to-earth, fun stuff. And he just released another album. Or and he, I think he used to be on a Christian label. So like, okay. and I didn't, I didn't realize that. But so his older stuff, I think, are like explicitly Christian. Uh, and then he's releasing a new album now uh, with a song on it called Supernatural. Uh, that just, I think, it just expo- kind of. He just sings about his joy uh, that he has in life, and mm-hmm. you know, it causes him to believe in a god. And, sure. Um, I but see yeah, the here album that Magic he is. is uh, I see here that he has, forgive me for stepping yeah, out yeah. there, I see here that he has toured with Drew Holcomb, who I have oh, listened, okay. I've yeah, d- yeah. I've listened to him a little bit. Yeah. Um, and yeah. he's coming in town in a month or two, I think. Oh, yeah? Or maybe it's May. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Molly just let me know. So the Stores family might be. Might be a field trip. Yeah. We'll yeah. see how much tickets are. <laughs> I wonder where it's going to be. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, that's really cool. Yeah, that album is super fun. Super fun. Oh, good. It's Lena's favorite. I mean, all the girls like it, but Lena, especially if if we ask her what she wants to listen to, that's that's what she'll pick. Cool. So here's the uh, Hollow Mirrors album. Berlin Nights. That's yeah. That's Berlin Nights. Oh man, it's it's like eerie, like it's okay. kind of spooky, um, but just so beautiful. He uses a lot of like like city sort of sound effects and stuff. Yeah. Um, just as like background ambient noise. Uh huh. You hear like a bus going by or whatever. But anyway, so it's it, but it's got this like classical music on like a dark city night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just. I will. I will look forward to hearing it. Yeah. Maybe uh, so. Be a good um, sort of late night. Maybe starting to calm down. Yeah. Kind of music. Yeah. yeah. Enjoying a beverage, perhaps. Enjoying a beverage. Yeah. If only I did enjoy beverages, right? Yeah. Right. No, no comments yeah. on that. Yeah. Not during Lent, at least. Not, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, that's nine albums. I I look forward to hearing them. I'm I'm really looking forward to putting the playlist together and hearing some of it. I've I've obviously heard of Dave Matthews Band, Paul Simon. I know I've heard of of Ben Rector. I've heard that name. So mm-hmm. it'll be really, really fun to dig in on these. And, and uh, I'll send you a link so that you can Super. share it. Um, so I was I was amiss. Uh, to those of you who are listening, it was amiss. And I didn't fill in Father Rick here on the the, the fact that he gets to bring a book. Mm-hmm. Besides, because the, the Bible and the Book of Common Prayer are mm-hmm. provided. Oh, great. So great. you don't I'm need to worry about are. bringing one of those. Super, super. Um, and then we have an entire list of books. Let me give you an example of some of the <laughs> oh, books great. that people yeah. have left. Uh, Christian Ruck left uh, the Heaven Tree Trilogy. My, my daughter, as well as Lori Eiswald, left Jane Eyre. And Dean uh, O'Neill... Wait, 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 wait. So Christian yeah. left a trilogy? Yeah, you can do that. I'll, I'll, that series, sounds like cheating. Series is okay. Yeah. Did you just let that slide? I did. He's I did. Okay. No, I did it with other people too. Like for my, <laughs> when I was locked in the basement, I brought the Chronicles of Narnia because you oh, can't. They are in there are one single volume. volume so yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Margie Hack, Letters of Flannery O'Connor, my son Jack, Screwtape Letters, Steve Hunt, Valley of Vision, uh, oh, John yeah. Hardiker, mm. The Complete Book of Swords, Jesse Hamer, Cimmerillan, uh, Thea Cuning, City of Joy. Phil Bickle, The Miraculous Journey of Edward Tulane, Justin Van Ingen, Wrinkle in Time, David and Jennifer Asp, uh, Lyndon, The Years of Lyndon Johnson, Sean O'Neill, wow. Democracy in America. Typical. <laughs> <laughs> Typical, yes. Yeah. Adam Murray, W.H. Auden Poems, Trevor Pope, uh, Works of Shakespeare, Andrea Pope, Les Miserables, Cyrus Ruck, Hitchhiker's Guidebooks, uh, wow. Steve Kinnear, Ender's Game, and then Molly Ruck, Grammar of Ornament. So I haven't actually done that on the show yet where I've, I've read through the books, but I haven't re- said who did what. So that gives you an idea of what folks have done. Wow. So wow. you, uh, so what would be, what's like the first book that comes to mind for you as one that really is something that you just couldn't live without for a year? Man. Is there one? Man. Uh... And if you want to just say one of the ones that's already been on there, that's fine, too. Right, 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 right. Well, I, I'm very thankful for what other people have, have brought gives to you the a basement. Good, gives you it's a great. good... Uh, I mean, I, you know, kind of going back to my love of Advent, I mean, Fleming Rutledge's book, Advent. Oh, okay. Just, man, I, I, I've not read any of her. I, I, I know there's a really, really well... Not well-known... 
what's the word that when, when I've heard so many good things about her book about the crucifixion. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it's really good, um, but I haven't actually read it. So. Yeah, so I, I love that. I mean, I'm obviously not on the same page with her theologically on everything, but, I mean, the, the themes uh, and the, the, yeah, just the portrayal of God breaking into the darkness of our world. Uh, yeah. She, I mean, she just paints that beautifully. Yeah. Um, can I get it? Can I share a runner-up? Sure. All right. So I would, since you did this, since I didn't give you the heads up on this, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I would also say like John Stott's commentary on Ephesians. Uh huh. I mean, that just makes me weep. Like oh, he's just wow. such a wonderful, friendly writer, um, and just the the gospel is dripping off of every page. In hmm. that. Um, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. That's I think that's the first commentary that's made it onto my li- into my library. Well, I like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what about a luxury item? You get one luxury item. I'll give you an example of some things that some folks have brought. Uh-huh. Uh, acoustic guitar, uh, violin, uh, pillow has come up a couple times. Uh, <laughs> uh, movie collection. I would think a pillow is pretty mundane, but okay, luxury. Yeah, but you know, it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. I, I brought, when I was uh, the uh, live streaming Major League Baseball, so that I could watch, yeah. I could watch any baseball game I wanted yeah. for the year. Um, uh, Phil Bickle wanted a rowing machine so that he could exercise. Uh, mm. um, Molly Ruck uh, had a chef. Wow! Oh, a, a human being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure that 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 person can be, come and go as they okay. as oh. they want. They wouldn't be locked down. Okay. Great. Yet. Great. Great. <laughs> it, it could be a robot chef. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, it that could. Would probably That's be... Well, if you wanted to say robot chef, if you wanted to make sure you were, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sean <laughs> yeah. O'Neill brought a hockey set. Okay. Um, Cyrus Ruck brought uh, wood carving tools. My son Jack brought a Lego Death Star set. Neat, neat. And that way he could just rebuild it whenever he wants. Oh, yeah, that's a big set. Yeah. Yeah, For sure. So, yeah, those are some of the things that people have said. Yeah, I mean, could I say, like, a a MacBook Pro? Of course. Is a computer Yeah, then you'd even have, like... you have internet access because of the uh, the Wi-Fi. Yeah, I feel like that's sure. cheating though, because it's it's kind of like you know if someone says like oh if you could have one then you wish, can listen to as long as you, you don't uh, and you say like as long oh, as you I want don't access wishes. Spotify because oh, okay. you can't listen to other music than the other nine albums. Yeah, that you brought. of course. Great. So so there's a Spotify <laughs> filter. Right yeah, that's right. Perfect. Spotify filter. So yeah, I mean if I couldn't bring a computer, I'd bring my my AeroPress uh, so I could make fine coffee. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Like a, I don't, I, so that's kind of like a French press, but no, no, because because a French press is immersion. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's it. It brews via immersion, but this is this uses pressure. Okay. Yeah. So it's nothing like. So it's more so akin I, to like. I lied. I completely made up stuff. Well, people hear press and they think, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a French press. But I'm sure I've seen one, right? An AeroPress. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a plunger. Um, yeah. Let me see. So anyway, in any case, but and just so you know, mm-hmm. I'll also provide coffee. Oh, because it would okay. be a shame if you were locked in the basement yeah. for a year with this wonderful AeroPress that you yeah. have, yep, and there yep. was no coffee. Right? right. I mean, come yeah. on. So you're providing the beans? Absolutely. Is there a grinder? No. <laughs> you have to find a I way will, to grind it. I will stomp on it with my boot. <laughs> yeah. I'm not providing. No, no. Of course. Yeah. But that sounds great. Well, Rick, um, thank you so much for coming on. 
Make sure you tell uh, folks here at Restoration if they'd like to be on the show. We'd love to make this into a nice little uh, Minnesota uh, show. Uh, we just talked a little bit to uh, Derek, yeah. your uh, worship arts leader, and yeah. so maybe he'll come on. But if anybody it. at Restoration would like to come on, that would be fine. So uh, thank you so much. And Thanks for it is me. so wonderful to have you in the Twin Cities. I know I've told you that before. Uh, we are, I remember the first time we met, We I feel like we ate dinner at... Uh, that Town Hall Lanes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. something like that over yeah. just a few I miles that away. Very clearly, yeah. Um, over on, um, when life was on 34th. Yeah. <laughs> and you had your girls. And Karis was so little. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, but it's just wonderful. And now here we sit inside a an office, yes. you know, in a church <laughs> that God has has blessed our yeah. diocese and your, your church with. So yeah, it's really, really wonderful to have you and Molly and the kids up here and... Just feel super, super happy and proud to have you. Yeah. Well, we love being here. It's the adventure of a lifetime. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Well, if you would like to be on the show, make sure you uh, email me, joel at ofthecross.org. If you're interested, for those of you at Restoration, I will make sure that Rick is uh, sharing this episode with you. I'll give him an audio file. So if you want to listen to your rector talk about music with, uh, with some dude from Hopkins, we can do that. <laughs> Uh, but if you would be interested in talking music with me, I would love to talk. I do enjoy very much meeting people for the first time doing this show. That's fine, too. I've talked with folks who I know really well. I've talked with folks where I feel like I'm just getting to know them. So if you'd like to be on the show, feel free. So until then, listen to the tunes here that I put together for uh, Rick's playlist. Enjoy, and the peace of the Lord be with you. And another episode is in the books. I hope you enjoyed that chat I had with Rick. So, who do you think was so blunt with Rick about his music? If you want to take a guess, email me at joelofthecross.org with your answer. Small prizes are involved for those with the right answer. If you go to Restoration and your rector inspired you to talk about your favorite albums, drop me a line so we can you can be on the show. I've had people talk baseball with me, and I am open to talking about other art that you love. I have other guests I'm talking with, so please let me know if you'd like to join me. Until then, the peace of the Lord be with you. <laughs>